0: The following audio content is a talk given at The Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website, theinnseattle.org. We invite you to join us each Tuesday at 9 p.m. on the corner of 16th and 47th in Seattle's U District.
1: We get a chance to hear from our intern team uh, here this evening. This is not... Yeah, you can hear from them later. Um... This is not our last in. And if you're over here and you can't really see on the edge and you want to move to the back, that's totally fine if you're comfortable there. That's great, too. This is not our last in. We have one more in left in the school year next week. Uh, next week, we get a hear from Ryan Church. He'll give his last message here at the end, and we will we will kind of officially send him off from this place, and so we want next week to be a real celebration of the 17 years that he has served here in this place, and so this week, I know we still have a week left, but we'll celebrate uh, and commission our interns as well as, as celebrating Ryan Andrews. Um, which was great. Ryan, thank you so much for sharing. That was that was great. I mean, we could leave after that and then feel good about the <laughs> night. But uh, but we're not going to. We're going to get a chance. We're going to do a little uh, kind of Q&A time with our interns tonight. Um, we're going to touch on the series. For those that have been with us the last four weeks, we've been going through this series that we've called Culture, uh, Does What We Do Matter? And uh, kind of looking at, at the idea that God has created us he created this world. He created us. He blessed us. He called us good, really good, and then sent us out there to continue creating and continue to shape uh, what that what this place looks like, and so we're going to interact with that series a little bit, so it's kind of going to be the fifth and final week, but it's also going to kind of be its own thing tonight, talking about the Actually, how many of you guys watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? <laughs> okay, for all of you that raised your hands and you guys that did not raise your hands but secretly watch, which is most of you. Uh, You may know that after the season is over, they do something called After the Final Rose. Okay, it's kind of an interview, it's kind of part of the season, but it also kind of stands on its own. That's what tonight might feel like a little bit. Might feel like part of the series, but it also might feel like its own thing without as much gossip uh, about what went on during the year. But we are going to talk a little bit about this year. These four interns, for those of you that don't know them, have given one year of their life for very little money and way more than 40 hours a week. Uh, and have given a ton, a ton of effort. I don't know why people sign up for this internship. <laughs> they are overworked and underpaid. They come in on weekends. They have to help out when Sundays sometimes here, they go on retreats like every other weekend. Uh, mission trips, they're up late every night and then they're back in the office in the morning. They've served so well uh, and they have a couple weeks left in their year. And, and so tonight, what we're gonna do is get a chance to hear from them. If you do not know them, sitting to my left right here is Miss Kelly Robinson. Uh, <laughs> Kelly came up and joined us from Southern California. She worked a lot with the Nicaragua trip over spring break, uh, as well as on our Young Life College team, are uh, probably the places that you see a lot of her. Uh, to her left, you see Hannah. And um, and Hannah had been a student here uh, at UW, worked uh, with our prayer team a lot this year, and is a huge part of our deputation program, works a lot with Ryan and our student leaders on that team. Uh, Miss Caitlin Katai, to her left. Um Caitlin helped lead our DR trip uh and also uh works a lot with uh, our street youth uh team, um helping out with a lot of our, our leadership teams here. Um and then Cam, uh Mr. Cam Simmons on the end. Cam Cameron. Uh, you mostly see Cam in a musical context, extremely musical talent, musically talented. Not only does he help lead music as a part of this team, but on Sundays at UPC, he also leads downstairs in the main sanctuary. Um, also has helped out in some other capacities, but a lot of the stuff related to the end, making videos, uh, and with music is, is kind of some of the main ways that you've seen him, uh, up here, at least this year, even though there's more to his story. Um, and so with that, let's get started with you guys, Sharon. Um. <laughs> That's how mad I got at the interns this year. Uh, Let's start with this. Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about what some of your highlights of this year were?
2: Well, some. some, I would say there are a lot of highlights to this year, but the first ones that come to mind would be the times that we got to hang out as interns, which were a lot of great memories and bad memories, but I've enjoyed them all. Like funny memories. Um, What's a
3: bad memory of hanging out with us, Hannah?
0: Good question. Um,
3: I don't think there are any clearly.
0: Okay, I agree. What
4: about what about the Leavenworth incident?
2: Oh yeah, so we went to Leavenworth together. We like to take lots of trips together and it was snowing and it was magical. Kelly's never been there because she's from California. And we get there, and Cam decides, we're walking along the streets, and Cam decides to pick up a snowball. And we're about this far away, and he throws it straight at my face, and it hits my eye, and I thought I was going to be blind. (laughs) So that's a bad memory, but we got to laugh about it afterwards. Um, Anyways, yeah, that was great. Any any
1: highlights? Any highlights of the year?
2: Yeah, highlights.
1: Uh, Bring it back, bring it back. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Sorry, uh, being on deputation getting to work with those students have been definitely a highlight for me it was really awesome um, just to spend the whole year with them training uh, getting them geared up and ready to go for the summer and there were really great ways that God has shown up uh, in the pr- different prayer requests that we had one student didn't know how she was going to be fundraising the whole trip and then we prayed about it over a few months and then bam all her fundraising is done. And there's just amazing ways that God has answered our prayers in ways that we didn't know were possible. So that's been a highlight.
4: That's cool. What else? I got one. Uh, in, uh, I went to DR this year for spring break. Dominican Republic with these two and lots of other uh, people that are probably here. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, it's probably the least sleep in a week in my life for sure uh and so after a full week of literally like three to four hours of sleep every night and like i don't know how i was still running we decided we were gonna pull an all-nighter on the last <laughs> night and uh th- lots of lots of fun things uh that happened that night but one specific thing is probably around like 3 three thirty in the morning we were like really starting to fade and uh Tate Montana and, uh, who else was there? Uh, Jake Nealon and, and, a uh, couple other, couple other students that were on the trip. Uh, we decided we had like a little jam box and we put on, Tate put on Walking on Sunshine. <laughs> and like, the three of us ended up like dancing to the entire song like a full two times, like put it on repeat and like ran around the pool, like, you know, just like woke ourselves up, got hyped and then, uh you know ended up like later in the night having like some really great conversation about you know deep thoughtful stuff in life and and it was kind of this whole this whole like you know we kind of covered the whole spectrum that night it was just the goofiest like funniest stuff and then and then also some really uh uh like memorable uh deeper conversation as well so just living in the just living in the now uh on that trip like uh really sticks with me that just that feeling of like I know that like I should probably get more sleep I know I should probably like you know do all this other stuff but like right now I'm here with these people and I'm gonna focus on this was really fun That's cool.
0: That's cool. What else? um for me I think just a highlight of this year started kind of right from the get-go um we had a student leadership retreat and I remember I stayed up super late that night. There was a bonfire. Um, I remember meeting, um, some new friends as well as kind of reconnecting with old friends I hadn't seen over the summer. Um, and just kind of running around and being silly, but also having kind of those serious conversations, um, was super fun. And I remember I didn't go to the staff cabin. I slept, um, in the student's cabin and I couldn't fall asleep. I like, We were like, oh, maybe we should go to bed. We have an early morning. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I like remember laying in bed and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited. Like, I feel like this is something that I could actually maybe do for like a little while of my life. (laughs) And I was just like, I think that was kind of the first like real moment that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm an intern. Um, and I think from there it's just kind of like progressed, but I think that was for sure a highlight was, um, that retreat. Also, all the random Chick Fil A runs have the been a highlight.
1: That I'm hearing for our students is if you want to love your time in college, stay up really late at night
0: and go to Chick Fil A. Okay, Act-
1: which is not the message endorsed by the end. Sleep. Actually, though, like
4: all through college, like the, all the most memorable conversations I had were after midnight. So that's actually like a piece of advice that's really only applicable between the ages of 18 and 22.
1: Maybe
0: 23.
3: I have pretty memorable conversations before midnight, but...
1: Thank you, Kelly. Get us back on track, Maybe that's Cal. just me.
3: Tell us! <laughs> uh, coming into this job and moving up to Seattle from Southern California was such an adventure for me, and I kind of came in thinking, oh, man, this is going to be my year, the best year. And um it has been. It really has been. It's been amazing. But coming into something where you know it's going to end is such a unique experience because you get to savor each and every moment. And there's been times where we kind of talked about first month and we're like, man, we really only have eight more months of this job left and Hannah's already crying and <laughs> we're bringing out the Kleenex. And now that I'm sitting here, it's it's crazy that we get to be up here and talk about what we've learned. But uh, one of my biggest highlights has actually been leading my core group, and the zoo, shout out to the zoo. Looks like we got one of them here. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we got more. We got a non-clappers few in the back. Yeah, that's
1: good.
3: But, uh so I, I got this random group of sophomore girls who all live in Greek houses. And I remember bringing them into my house in the first night. And it was fun, but a little bit awkward. And conversation didn't really flow. And I remember sitting there after and being like, man, I don't know if these girls are ever going to be friends. Like, really good friends, you know? Maybe they'll show up occasionally and... And have good conversation here, but then they see each other and ignore each other. I was really scared. Um, but I remember, and, and just throughout this year, I've gotten to, we've gotten to walk together and, and laugh a lot together. And, and now, like, we, they hang out all the time and we get to have these really deep conversations. And a second later, we're laughing and Megan's probably making fun of me, which happens most of the time. So. It's been such a joy and definitely the highlight of my year getting to walk alongside those girls.
1: Obviously, a lot of highlights this year. And we sit here at the end of the year, and that's kind of what we remember at times. But uh, tell us a little bit about some of the struggles you guys experienced. What was hard about this job? What were some of the tougher things about this year for you?
0: Um, I'll start. I, As you mentioned, um, I was kind of heading the D- Dominican Republic trip um, which I was super excited about. I was like, oh, my gosh, I went on this last year, had a great time, Um, and just kind of really wanted that same experience for the group of students that were going this year. Um, and I think for me, I am not a detail-oriented person, and when they were giving out, like, our various roles, I was put in charge of two mission trips, Um, and that was just like, oh, man, like are these even going to happen, um, was definitely a thought that, like, went through my mind, um, and for me, kind of, like, going, like, into that role, feeling honestly, like, really inadequate to lead those trips, um, just lack of experience, and then, um, yeah, just kind of like lack of that detail orientation. Um, I'm, Ryan Andrews can attest there are times when I definitely put off things that I should have been doing. Um, and then, yeah, just, um, really honestly difficult for me, but, um, it was really cool because through that process, it was really humbling, kind of depending on both my student leader teams, um, of break missions and local outreach. Um, and kind of recognizing that it wasn't because of me that those trips were happening. Um, It was because of like those students and like there's one student who was no longer like really helping with the teams and she would come in once a week and help me like go through kind of some of the financial aspects um of the planning process, which were some of the most like draining things for me Um, and to then go on those trips and watch students interact with each other and just, like, really honestly grow and change on those trips Um, made all those, like, hours and just, like, frustration with the planning process and, like, why am I in charge of this, Um, like, super worth it and just kind of, like, watching God um, work through that was, like, it's not me that's, like, doing any of that. So that was really cool to see. That's cool. Thanks.
1: What else was a struggle this year? I, I can share one. Uh,
4: so a large part of my job this year as an intern was kind of with program stuff. Like Mike mentioned, I'm doing a lot of music up here and, and at UPC on Sundays and, uh, help with like the slides that you see and, and make a lot of the videos, kind of that creative artsy stuff a little bit. Um, but really when you, when you sign up for the internship, uh, hanging out with people is, is a pretty big part of it um, and so being the only guy this year as you, maybe some of you guys don't know traditionally there's like usually two guys and two girls in this internship, and that was what I was expecting when i when I took the job uh and then come you know August when we start there's just just
1: one guy up here um. it's been a dream for cam really. <laughs> We could stop there. We could stop there and we've heard the biggest struggle of the year. <laughs> no.
4: No, really actually I had I had two big fears coming into the year. Um one of them both kind of around being the only guy. One of them was that I would miss out on sort of this intern bonding camaraderie thing and I'd be left out of stuff because I didn't want to go get a pedicure or whatever. <laughs> 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 Don't lie, Cam. You secretly did. No, so it was that, that, and then then it was how am I going to hang out with every single guy that comes to the inn? Like, how am I going to hang out with every single dude that walks through these doors and make sure that every single guy feels known and feels loved and feels that they belong to be here. And I kind of put that pressure on myself. And so the first one, you guys might have picked up on this by now, was not a problem. Uh, we got along pretty well. We have a lot of fun together. Uh, and, and so that was really, um, out the window pretty quick. But, uh, the second one was, was one of the, one of the hardest, uh, most challenging parts of the year this year is figuring out, like, like I am only one guy and I realized early on okay like I can't I like there's no way that I'm going to be able to reach everyone even if there was like four guy interns it still wouldn't happen so I just got to do my best right like I just got to like reach as many people as I can and I got halfway through the year and kind of realized I'd spread myself a mile wide and an each and an inch deep in relationships I'd you know met with all these different people and and I tried to you know have conversations with them but I just I didn't really feel like I had a lot of real relationships with students and, and like building friendships. Um, and so I kinda, I kinda had an epiphany, you know, at some point halfway through the year where I realized Jesus only had 12 disciples, you know, like there was 12 guys that he invested in, uh, for, you know, several years and then he left and, and they were kind of stayed to continue on with his work. And so, you know i can try to have i can try to make every single person feel you know welcome and feel loved and you should try to do that for sure but but when it really comes down to deciding where you're going to put the time into like investing in relationships i just realized like it's okay to not click and be like best friends with every single person like if you find those few people that like really resonate with you and you really get along with I've found this year, uh, at least for my life, that it's, the time is better spent, like, really investing in those relationships and still having people in your life that you might see less often. Um, but really putting an emphasis on, like, digging into those relationships and really, like, growing close to those people. Um, that's sort of been
1: one of the things I've learned through that, through that challenge. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Cam. Um, as you guys think about wrapping up the year, what is one thing That you want our college students to know?
2: Um, Well, kind of going off of the last question in this, one thing that I really struggled with this year was just fighting the loneliness that comes. Um, I think, I mean, I felt lonely during school and even being a year out, I still struggle with feeling lonely and uh, I have amazing friends I have a great fiance I have a great family um, I have an amazing job where I get to hang out with people all day but there's still moments there's been many moments this year where I just struggle with loneliness and I would want you guys to know that it's okay that you feel lonely it's okay that there's times where you're like this sucks um, because I've really come to terms, um, in those moments where I'm feeling lonely, that I, it sucks because it's humbling and you realize, oh, I, I want something more than just what I have for myself. And those are the times where I really have just come to God and said, I don't know what to do and this is all I have. And I've had really intimate and sweet moments of peace during those times of loneliness. And so I will, I would love for you guys each to know that um, it's okay to feel lonely and that you can still find joy and peace during that time.
3: Yeah, unfortunately, uh, this community that we have right now isn't forever. You guys are only in college for a short amount of time. And I was involved with an amazing community in Irvine and, and because of my excitement to come and start this new adventure, I kind of left that and didn't really get to savor what I had as much until I came here and I realized, whoa, those are like really my best friends. I was leaving and, um, my family and I, and just that I had to realize the ways in which I had made my community my God and the ways I, I had sacrificed my personal relationship because coming into a space like this, it feels so good. And in this space, I feel really close to Jesus almost all the time, but I can go out and not feel that because I'm not working on that personally. And so I think for me, I, I had to really lean into that gratefulness for the season of my life that God had given me in college and that community. And, and then kind of dive into relationships here and what he was calling me to and building a new community. And so I guess what I would want you guys to know is that we love you. And if you have ever felt like you had no one or or were fighting alone, like we really are here to fight with you and alongside of you and shoulder to shoulder. We want to be here for you. But at the same time, unfortunately, like we can't be it and this community can't be it either. And so... Enjoy this time. Like, be grateful for what you have because it is amazing. There's nothing like this space after college. And, but, um, be able to go out from this space and, and know that you walk alongside a guy, a God who is there with you 24-7, 365. Like, he wants to walk with you into your living spaces, into your classrooms, in whatever you're doing. And that, that experience that you have in here can take place anywhere on campus or, any space that you walk through.
1: That's good. Uh, Why don't we finish with this question, get you guys' answer. Leaving this place, uh, three weeks left in your year and employment here, um, where are you going and how is where you're headed uh, related to who God, how you feel God has uniquely created each of you? Well,
4: uh, I... I'll start with this. I, I graduated from UW last spring, last summer actually, uh, and, uh, I got a degree in biochemistry, I minored in music, um, and coming into, coming into undergrad, uh, the plan was to do four years of school, you know, maybe take a year off and then go into dental school and, um, become an orthodontist and, Start my own practice, had like the whole plan planned out, you know? Um, and I got halfway through school and music had kind of always been, uh, my thing. I was, I'd even tried to figure out like, how can I major in music and still do like the pre-med, pre-dental track? It's not really possible. Uh, it takes like five or six years, but, um, so I, had, I, you know, I, I sort of decided, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, this, uh, dental school path and and I got this whole plan planned out and it's all going to go according to plan. And uh, I got halfway through and realized that if I never tried to pursue music, if I never tried to make a career out of it, I would never really be able to uh, pursue another career wholeheartedly. Uh, it was just like such a central part of me and and the, just this dream that I uh, had always had. And, and the older I got, the more I kind of realized like, I think I can actually do this. Like I think this is actually something that I can I can go uh try and so I, I decided to f- finish my degree in biochem and somehow ended up here uh this year which was amazing. Um but I'm actually moving to Nashville uh next year. Uh I yeah, thanks. I I got into a grad uh grad school program at Belmont University uh which is kind of one of the big music schools in Nashville. And so, uh, I'm moving in August and I'm going to get a master's of music in, uh, commercial music performance. So, uh, sort of, uh, you guys keep yeah, you guys keep saying like, Oh, so you're going to like make music for commercials. It just means like, not, not specifically like jazz or like classical. It's like, pop music and country and some jazz and like everything. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to go play drums, uh, at, at Belmont for a couple years and, and then try to, and then try to kind of create a career in the music industry. Uh, but you know what? Like there's still there, like, there's not a plan. And that's definitely something that God has taught me, um, through, through my walk with him and through, through pair, uh, with him through colleges that, uh, you, you can't really pray for the, the five year plan or the ten year plan. You gotta ask God, where do you want me right now? Like, what's the next step, right? Like, what's the next, the next thing that you have for me? Um, and so right now, I, I really feel, uh, like this is where God is calling me is to go to Nashville and go, go see what's there for me. Uh, and I have no idea what, my career is going to end up looking like uh, maybe I'll be a professional musician touring maybe I'll be on the business side of things maybe I will be in a completely different industry in in five years you know um but I'm excited to see what he has planned and and where he's gonna where he's gonna continue to steer me as I as I ask him uh what's what's next and so um yeah that's cool. that's where I'm heading right now
1: thanks Cam.
3: how about you guys Man, all of a sudden, I don't want to talk about this question. (laughs) My heart is pounding. I could just sit in this moment forever and be really happy. Hmm. But. um, (laughs)
4: They will leave at some point. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you guys could hear that. Hannah just goes,
3: oh. Just wait till. Maybe we could keep them here till midnight and then about you, (laughs) realize.
1: Tell us about yourself.
3: (laughs) Uh, yeah, so next year I will be attending Fuller Seminary for a master's in marriage and family therapy. And, um, kind of like Cam said, I really didn't know exactly what I wanted coming into this internship. I kind of had a plan up until my senior year of college, which is kind of what brought me to this internship was discovering more of what God had Given me and the strengths and gifts that I had, and in learning how to lead in, lean into those. And so, what that's brought me to this year is um, that I really love listening to people. I really love sitting with people, and so I'm pursuing that in the marriage and family therapy field. And I'm, to be honest, I'm not sure if that's a forever career. I'm really excited to pursue it for the next season of my life, but I'm encouraged that God could call me to something new in the future. And and for all of you who might be sitting in this room and thinking that you have to have your plan right now, I, God might be calling you into something different in a few years and, and that's totally okay. It's way more fun to walk with Jesus as he's calling you into the new and exciting things. And so I, my hope is that I'm leaning into that for the next season of my life and I'm going to get to learn about um sitting with people and listening to them. And so I'm really excited for that. That's cool. Thanks, Kil.
0: Cool. Um for me, things kind of, I guess, come full circle to the beginning of this year. Um I, when was it? I think it was March. Um Mike actually called me into his office and started talking um to me about an aspect of the job that like I needed to do, and then all of a sudden was like Also, what do you think about Irvine, California? And, um, that's where both Kelly and Mike, um, are from. And, um, was like, I think, like, you'd make a really great intern down there. And I was kind of like, yeah, like, okay. Like, we had gone, the interns had gone to Vail, Colorado for an intern retreat. One of the interns from Chattanooga, um, and, a uh, church out there, it was her second year interning and we, a little bit talked about second year interning and I was just like, yeah, no, that's not for me. Um, and then I, Mike was like, there, think about it. There's about a month. Um, cause the application process just opened, like, think about it. I think you'd be great. And I thought about it. I found a lot of peace kind of like about that decision and was like, oh, well, this is different. Um, a girl from down there, Dana reached out and was like, "Actually, the application has been closed for about two weeks, but we're still in- interviewing. And so if you want, like I'd love to have you apply. So I literally applied in a day, interviewed the next day, and then like a week later. Um, heard back that I was being offered a job. Um, and so next year, I'm going to move down to Irvine, California, and work um, down there for Young Life and Irvine Presbyterian um, and kind of figure out uh, if ministry is a kind of career path that I want to pursue for a little bit. Um, I love change, so I'm really excited to explore somewhere new. Um, and also, I don't necessarily see myself kind of going down that route for, like, the rest of my life, Um, which is, I don't know, maybe different. But um, I'm excited for kind of this next leg and to kind of figure things out, learn more about me, and see how God's working in a different part of the U.S.
3: Caitlin's done really well at practicing her zot-zots, too, so she's ready. (laughs) Let's Let's see. (laughs) Zot-zot.
0: It's all about the snout, as Kelly has taught me.
1: (laughs) How about you, Hannah?
2: Yeah, um, so uh, unlike any of these fools, I'll still be here in Seattle next year. Woo! Uh, and um, another thing that I know for sure is that I'll be getting married. Uh, and, and yeah, shout out. Uh, um, yeah, uh, the, uh, I don't know anything beyond that of what I'll be doing next. Uh, so that's sometimes exciting, sometimes really scary and anxiety inducing for me. Um, but I have learned a lot this year about myself. What's been really great about the internship is that the staff really walks you along the process of, uh, identifying what your strengths are, what makes you come alive. And I've been able to identify the different things that God's created in me that are uh, natural gifts and that I want to use in my job. And right now, I don't know if that's going to look, if that's going to be working in a church next year or maybe that's going to be working in a business position. I really don't know where I am going to be, but I know that whatever job and occupation that I am in, I will be using what God created in me to help change the culture that I'm a
1: part of. Let's give the interns a round of applause. Hey, here's what I here's what I want to do. We are going to commission them right now, which is really just sending them out with encouragement. And I know that we don't actually send them out right this moment. Then we come back and, and they'll still be around. You do a few more weeks if, if you get a chance to hang out with them or talk to them. Uh, I highly encourage that. But I am going to kind of disperse them out into the audience. Uh, feel free to, to move that direction. If someone is around you and you just want to maybe lay a hand on them, that would be cool. We're going to pray for them. Now would be the time to get up. Uh, and uh, and no, no, not you guys. Not you guys. That was, you guys are doing great. You can stay seated. I'm going to move our interns around the room. If they're around you, they can walk out into the crowd a little bit. You can just put a, a hand on them or just kind of point a hand toward them if you want. I think for me, these are four interns that have worked really hard this year. I don't think they knew exactly what they were getting into, but they've been incredibly faithful uh, with the place that God has had them. This year, very present. Where they're present, Uh, they've been very open to discovering who they are and allowing God to shape them, uh, even into the the place that they're okay with stepping into the unknown of what's next. I think for me personally, a huge, huge piece of appreciation, and one of the things that I'm really, really proud of, is for me stepping into this job in the beginning of March, they allowed me to come alongside and lead them this year. And, And I'm very humbled by that because they did not have to. A uh, change in leadership in a year when you have a one-year internship could have been really easy uh, to not really care who the new guy is here. But I'm incredibly thankful um, for you guys and, and, and buying in even more during the transition and helping to make this place what it really is. So uh, let me pray for you. And then our, our uh, music team is gonna come up here and we're gonna uh, sing a few more songs. So feel free, feel free to put a hand on them if you're around them. Yeah, if you're bold enough, stand up. That's awesome. We'll take you. We'll take it. If not, that's totally fine too. Lord Jesus, God, we are grateful for these four. God, for Caitlin, for Hannah, for Cam, for Kelly. God, the way that they've given up their life in the last nine months um, to see what it is that you're doing in them and to discover that you might have something different and the path that we're on, or you might have the exact same path that they thought they were on, but just shaped in a, in a way of bringing your kingdom a little bit more, of discovering their gifts a little bit more, God, and, and of stepping into a plan that you have for them, whether that was their plan uh, or not. God, we send them out from this place, um, God, on the right road, uh, with a blessing that, that you would keep shaping them, God, keep taking care of them, uh, build their trust even more so, uh, as, they, as they discover what's next for them. God, I thank you for the example they have been in this community. Uh, may we as a community around them not only support them in their venture out of this place, but also uh, would we learn uh, from the lesson that they've set on, on what it means to give up their life to discover the fullness of life in you. Lord, we love you so much. We pray all these things in your name, amen.